Hey everyone, it's Michelle, the Dreaming Dilettante, coming out to you on Tuesday, March 21st with our creative podcast. So how are you doing today? I am in my studio. I'm actually wrapping up for the day. I just finished recording uh, my next video that's going to go out tomorrow. And I was working on a project that I had in mind and I had to figure out how to make it happen. <laughs> and that's different for me because a lot of times I get an idea and I just kind of it, the ideas come to me as I'm making them. So it's not often that I have this idea that I want to make something and then I have to actually figure out how to construct it. And it's a new experience and a bit of a challenge. And it's interesting how I can still find myself getting stuck in these, well, I'm not good at that or I'm not good at this. And realizing that most of the time when I feel that way, it's only because I feel like doing a certain task has to look a certain way or has to be figured out in a certain period of time for it to be accurate or correct. And that when I slow down and let myself just be in the moment and let it take the time it's going to take and not rush through it, it tends to work out. At least that's what happened tonight. And I was thinking about how I can build new skill sets and how some of the projects that I'm being called to or that I'm interested in lately are going to require that ability to sort of figure things out ahead of time. So one of the things that I'm working on and how I'm enjoying it really because normally my creativity is, I, I've joked about it and I even said it in the video today, I kind of MacGyver my, creative, my creativity. So I look at what's around me and what can I do with what I have available to me? So if I'm sitting down to art journal, it's what supplies are within reach. And then occasionally, as I start getting into it, I'll start thinking, oh, I want to use this medium or I should try this. But for the most part, when I start off, it's really just what's around me that I can glue down, <laughs> color on, scribble in, and how do I go from there? And the project that I'm working on or the new skill I'm working to develop is miniature making. So I have, if you read my blog post, I'm working on re completely renovating my childhood dollhouse and I've actually made some progress on it. And I think I'm going to be sharing the videos about that <clears throat> on a separate channel because I feel like if I were to share those on my YouTube channel, it doesn't really, you know, go in with art journaling and mixed media. So I think I'm going to share the videos on a separate channel. I wanted to make a little headway um, recording the process just to make sure it's something that I think I'm going to really enjoy doing and that I'm going to stick with for the long term. And I think I shared on here once before or in one of the recent podcasts that <clears throat> I've been following miniaturists and watching videos on miniatures for a very, for years now. So I think, I think I'm pretty confident that I'm going to enjoy it, but I want to make sure I enjoy the idea of filming the process and sharing about it and all of that. So hopefully um, in the next few weeks, I'll have something to share. So if you're interested in um, miniatures. I'm going to be uh, doing something on the blog with it as well. So I will be sharing on the blog. Um, and I'm also going to be sending out my weekly newsletter. So if you're not subscribed to that, you can subscribe to that and you'll be able to um, get the weekly updates and then you can just click on whatever things are interesting to you. But one of the things that I'm loving about the process of building this skill with the dollhouse, despite the fact that I really took on this project, or I'm sorry, despite... I really wanted to take on this project because I wanted something that I could approach in a very slow, meticulous way. And so that's how I'm approaching this, not like, okay, let me 
get this done. You know, I want to have the dollhouse done and renovated in whatever time frame. But I'm really taking my time doing things slow and just thinking, looking at the dollhouse, trying to figure out what I want to do next. And one of the things that I loved is that in the process of doing this, I came up with an idea on how to do um, roof shingles for the dollhouse because I don't want to buy anything. I'm, I'm, I, you've heard me mention before that I'm on a no spend except for food necessities. So I'm not going to be buying anything. So I thought, well, how am I going to make these shingles? So it was just a fun process that I thought of over the course of, I don't know, maybe two weeks, how I'm going to make this. Now I haven't sat down to actually do it. So there'll be a lot of, I'm sure, tweaking and fine tuning from that. But it was such a neat, a different experience, I guess, is building that creative muscle in a different direction. So thinking about the the practical way of how, okay, how am I going to make these? What am I going to use? What materials am I going to use? And that sort of thing. And also I, I did a little research, but for the most part, I'm trying to figure it out on my own. So I did some research on how other people have made shingles for their uh, dollhouse roofs, but I also really wanted it to kind of be my own thing. And so I think I've come up with a way to do it and I'm kind of excited uh, to, to get started on it. And I've been thinking about, okay, what next step am I going to do? What step am I going to do after that? And not just rushing ahead to do it, which tends to be, you know, my way of doing things. And the cool thing about when we stretch ourselves creatively is it can go either way. So if you're somebody maybe who really plans, who's always thinking things through, who always has a clear idea, maybe you come up with notes and you sketch things out ahead of time and then you kind of work through each step it could be fun to try the other way, you know, just sitting down with no plan and trying to let creativity move you and see where that takes you. And stretching ourselves in this way, I think deepens our creativity, not just deepening it in the way of um, learning a new skill, which is wonderful, but I think it also connects us to our creativity in another way. It connects us to parts of ourselves that maybe we always said, oh, I'm not good at you know, that, or I'm not great with this kind of thing, or that's not my, my strength. When we limit ourselves in that way, we kind of close doors that we could otherwise try exploring. And even if we're not great at it, you know, maybe you've never tried clay because you're like, I'm not great at sculpting or, you know, making things, but you're closing a door to yourself where maybe, maybe it's never going to be your, you know, lifeblood. But it might be something that you really enjoy. And even if it doesn't come out great, like the creativity, I've said this before, is first and foremost for us to connect and to have that self-expression. And even if it's not anything great, and that's one of the reasons I love art journaling so much is the idea is that you get to play in your journal. You don't ever have to share it with anyone. And it gets to be this space for just you to connect and to be creative and I think it's so, so important for us to have those outlets without judging ourselves and without feeling like, you know, oh, well, I can't draw, so I'm not going to draw. So draw anyway. It could be fun to draw, even if you're drawing stick figures or even if you're, you know, drawing the same way that you did when you were a child. That's okay. Let it, let it be fun and just try to play with it, even if you have to use you know, materials that you used as a child, like maybe you pull out your Crayola crayons and you pull out, you know, your Crayola markers or pens, colored pencils or whatever it is that you used as a kid. And you start doing that just to kind of connect with that fun energy when you don't care what it looks like and you just want to have fun and, you know, draw something that to you looks like something. 
And even if it doesn't, it's okay. Because I think the first step we owe ourselves is to explore our creativity and to try something that's interesting to us. And even if it's something that we're interested in learning, but we don't think we can do, I think that's almost even more important to explore and to try out because you get that opportunity to play, especially if you're doing it in your own little creative space and it's just for you, you know, try to make something out of clay. I remember I took a, a pottery class years ago and it was one where you sculpted things by hand and then it was fired and you painted it and you sanded it. And there were people in the group, everyone worked on their own projects and I wanted to make like a little dish. And so we had books and we got ideas from the books and then I made my little dish. And I have to say that I love my little dish. I really do. And my little dish is out where I can see it and I use it all the time. I'm looking around because I'm not sure if it's here or at home, but I know I see it every day wherever it is. Um, and the dish wobbles because I didn't make it even. And you can see where I got bored of sanding and it's not perfectly smooth. And it is the most imperfect thing that Eddie Wood would make. And this is not something that I would decide to say, oh, you know, these are fabulous. I need to make a hundred and sell them. That was not something that I did in that class, but I had so much fun making it. And every time I look at it, it brings me joy because it was just something that I tried and I, I still love making things out of clay. I, again, don't think it's my amazing skill set. I don't think it's something that, um, I I've worked at to develop. I think most skills we can develop at least to, um, a basic level. I really do. I don't, I don't think anyone's gifted. I mean, I think there are people who, who maybe are gifted, but I don't think most artists are just, you know, born that way. It's all, I don't think any artists are born that way. I mean, you might have a few people who are, um, uh, I'm thinking like, you know, virtuosos and music and things like that. But I think that that is very few and far between. Most artists just find something they love doing and they hone it. And I think, if that's important to you, you can do that and, and focus on something that you love doing and just either hone it if that's something that you really feel like you want to do or maybe just enjoy playing with it. And you never know where that can lead you. So I hope this inspired you a little bit, maybe to try something new, maybe to, you know, delve into that, you know, medium that you tried before but didn't feel like you were good at. Maybe it's watercolors. I know a lot of people have kind of a a hate relationship with watercolors because they don't behave and they do their own thing. So maybe it's watercolors or maybe it's clay or music or, or something creative. And I hope it has inspired you to give it another shot, try it and do it just for the fun and the enjoyment of it. So those are my thoughts for today. I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful day. I appreciate you so much for listening. Please do comment if you have any, any thoughts or your own experiences with trying a new new creative endeavor. I'd love to hear them. Take care, everyone. I'll be back next week. Bye-bye.